This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone. It's Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. It's the tennis betting podcast. And as you can see, we're smiling all the way to the bank here with myself and Sean Calvert. What a morning! It's the final of the Australian Open and it's the final that we were hoping for. We wanted to see Sinner there. We wanted to see Medvedev. And we got it, Sean. We got the final we wanted, mate. Cheers. You must we be have. pleased. You must be... You know, there can't be any tales of woe today. Please, Sean. You must be ecstatic. Come on. I don't know about ecstatic. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm you know, I'm happy, obviously. Is this Can your you happy tell? face? Can you tell? It's, look. No. That's, that's, that's not bad. You should see Lagan's happy face. He doesn't have one. I have to take about 48 photographs of him to get one where he's not, like, just generally looking sour so i don't know where he gets that from me or, or whatever well, but i'm not no comment no, no comment. i i'm always smiling i don't know i don't know what the problem is I'm, I'm happy i'm just not going over the top because you know this isn't this isn't finished yet you know we've we've still got um we've still got work to do more importantly daniel medvedev still got work to do yeah daniel medvedev obviously threw us our pick here at nine to one but obviously if anybody has been following this show for a long time you'd have heard my love affair with yannick sinner to, to the last sort of four or five months how, how yeah this I'm is about you this one mate not me you, you're the one that's made all these calls and cashed them tickets so let's let's have some sealy sunshine on this show well, yeah, this, it is actually the sun is shining for the first time in about <laughs> a month in my window here and i've got a t-shirt on so i mean things I, i'm absolutely buzzing i mean the big thing for me obviously was the taking on Djokovic. i mean Obviously, someone bet Djokovic with me um, to win the tournament, which was a great result. Once he was out of the way, we, I, was, I was laughing. So, and then Medvedev, the, the fact that we've got him on each way, it, it was just, it's just, it's just come together like a really good tournament. You know, when mm -hmm. things just got go for you, the, the last four or five bets on this show have been winners. The views have been fantastic. The feedback has been tremendous from everybody on, on the comments and also from from the Twitter account. And it's just got that kind of feel good factor, and I just want it to run into the final as well. I just feel like back in love with the game sometimes in, in betting you have times where you just don't feel in love with it at the moment i'm I'm back in love i love the game yeah a lot of the time that's in grand slams for me because it's yeah. you know it is hard and if you've turned a profit you know in a grand slam with mainly on match bets and, and an outright as well i think you've done extremely well in the men's side anyway the women's is a little bit different but um you know if you're making a, a profit on on grand slam men's tennis betting i think you're doing pretty well and it has it has been tough it, you know it's been tough you have good Grand Slams and you have bad ones, don't you? This this mm. one's been a good one. You know, this, that's how it is. But when you do get a good one like this and everything seems to just click into gear, everything seems a lot easier, doesn't it? And the sun's shining. I mean, that's, sunshine. that's, a, that's I've just moment. taken my body warmer off like five minutes ago because I, I, was, I was expecting it to be a little bit cooler, but we suddenly got some bit of spring in the air. Throughout the whole tournament, there's been wind and rain in London. It's been horrendous. It's been snowstorms at the beginning. January. And now the dream final and the sun is shining. It's just and like, Indian Wells is on the horizon. Yeah, what's all this about? Before we come on to that, we want to have a lot of chatting about Indian Wells. Everyone's intrigued what you've got up your sleeve with Indian Wells. You know, I like to make things a bit different. I don't like to do the same thing, kind of. I don't like to repeat myself. Got a very low boredom threshold, so I like, I like to kind of do things differently. Last time I was staying in Palm Springs for Indian Wells, and I, obviously I got the $1 bus <laughs> multiple times. Uh, 
which is two buses, incidentally, but it's two buses for a dollar. Uh, this time I'm doing it a bit different. I can't say too much at the minute, but um, I've got a journey plan that should be interesting. Let's, let's put it that way. Okay, we're looking forward to that. It's coming over the next couple of months or so here on Game Bet Match. I'll be in Dubai, and at this, at this rate, we're, we're, get, we're, we're chartering our own plane, Sean. They're very different. From my, I'm not going in, in first class. You're getting me a ticket, are you? Nice, I'm thanks. Just, yeah, of course you can. Okay, anyone, anyone's welcome. <laughs> coming along with me. Uh, anyway, before we go, let's let's look at let's look have, look at the matches later today. Obviously, that the semi-finals have been over a few hours ago, and a little bit of time to to break them down and see where the matches won before we preview tomorrow's final. Uh, Djokovic Sinner, I mean Djokovic for the first two sets, I I've never seen him play as badly as he had, and he said in the in his press conference after it's the worst he's ever played. Uh, Sinner never had placed one break point. Um, Amazing. That's the first time it's ever happened at a major with Novak Djokovic. Um, yeah. It was what, easy for our set one bet, wasn't it? Oh, it was, it was rude. I couldn't believe I was watching the first two sets. I thought this is this is incredible. But what do you what do you look at that and think this is a decline of a great champion, or do you think that is um just one of the bad days of your fist or he, he probably weren't fit and it, this fitness was caught up with him? What was your assessment watching that going on? I think it's easy to to assume that he's on the way down now because of, because of the age that he is. What is he, 37? Mm. You know, he's not going to get, certainly not going to get any better, is he? I mean, these things tend to happen, don't they? We saw it with Federer, you know, he's still at his best. He was still winning tournaments, you know, went into his sort of late thirties, but the consistency wasn't there. Was that it was, he'd be playing great for a few games and then it'd, it'd drop off and, and come back again. I think that's, that's what happens to a lot of players. As most players, as they get older, you know the, the the top level is still there, but it's only there in flashes, and you know that these flashes come less and less often as you get older. And it's easy to to think, isn't it, after watching Djokovic today, that that's that's kind of the him on the way down. It's easy to think that it it, it may well prove to be the case. I think we'll see during the French Open and more likely during Wimbledon if if it is the case or not. And just give you some updates and mods with Bet Rivers for the French Open. Carlos Alcaraz the favourite plus one eighty. Novak Djokovic now plus two twenty. Yannick Sinner is three fifty. So Novak Djokovic second favourite of the French Open. He's the favourite to win the US Open plus one eighty. Yannick Sinner is now the second favourite to win the US Open. And Wimbledon, this is the interesting one for me. Djokovic is the favourite at plus one forty. Alcaraz is plus two thirty, and Sinner is four to one. So Sinner's now established himself in those in that top three. Uh, Novak Djokovic, an uneasy favourite in both those markets. We'll obviously have that covered later on in the year, but you know we look at futures Grand Slams after a Grand Slam final, and, and Djokovic is on a decline. A couple of things that were I found incredible today is only the second time Djokovic has won three or less games in in, a, in, a, in an opening two sets of a Grand Slam since two thousand and five, and that was on his Grand Slam debut. Who was he playing, yeah. incidentally? Marat Safin. Oh, okay. Yeah, it it the, the, the first time. So, on his first ever match in a major, he only he's, was um, was on the scoreboard only three times in the first two sets. And how old was he? About nineteen. Two thousand and five. So that so went nineteen years ago. Just so, well, eighteen, 18? nineteen. Yeah, eighteen, yeah. nineteen. So that was the other one. And and one I, the one that really got me, and I, I tweeted it earlier as well. July the sixteenth, Alcaraz interrupted Djokovic's streak at Wimbledon which was mm. 2,195 days. And January 26, Yannick Sinner interrupted Djokovic's streak at Australia, the Open, which was 2,195 days. I think that's, I think that's incredible stat, that. If it's right. You see, I'm always, I'm always suspicious about this. And I, I, frankly, I can't be bothered to, to go back and, and do the maths on, on each, each, each day. But if it's true, it's great. It's just one of those 
peculiar anomalies that sort of pop up in sport every every now and then, isn't it? It's a, it's a good start, if it's correct. Absolutely. I think, I think it's incredible. Uh, and that was the Sinner game. That was the Djokovic game. We'll come on to the, the, the final, and then we'll just have a little recap on the Medvedev match. Medvedev come back from his, his fifth, uh, his third fifth set match of this Australian Open Championship. I mean, his second comeback. And I've watched all of them. You, you must be tired. <laughs> and his second, you're absolutely shattered watching it, let alone playing. Oh, no. His second comeback from two nil down. I had well. to turn it off today. It was it was doing my head. And I turned it off for about a set. I just couldn't. I was like not watching this. Well, so what what do you what do you make of that? And how is he going to fix it? Oh, he's got a bit of time to recover, but the advantage with Sinner for freshness must be must be huge now. Yeah, obviously a massive advantage um this match is only just finished actually so i haven't had a chance to look at all the stats yet but i would say that sinner's played probably one match fewer in, in mm. terms of match time he's probably played about a good four hours um less four or five hours less than Medvedev. so an obvious advantage and, and he's not had any of that emotional kind of stress of having to come back from behind he's just breezed through pretty much every match so far hasn't he so an obvious advantage to sinner as far as the sort of the energy levels are concerned yeah, had the chance to beat uh, Djokovic three sets of love. He had the match point in the breakup in the in the in the tiebreak as well. He was five four up serving. He could have could have got broken straight back, but he, you know, he could have gone through to the final without dropping a set, which shows you the huge difference between one man who could who's breezed through and the, the Medvedev who's uh, who struggled along in three long, very long uh, tiebreaks, five set five set matches. Uh, let's move on to these prices now. Let's have a look at these latest prices with Bet Rivers to win the Austrian Open. Australian Open 2024 Men's Singles Channel. Uh, 3.30 a.m. on Sunday Eastern time is when this match starts. Yannick Sinner is minus 278 to win his first major in his first major appearance. Medvedev is plus 220. Medvedev has been in six. This is his sixth final. So the advantage, obviously, on, on their, their career and obviously experience goes with the Russian here. He's plus 220. And when that line opened, it opened up at 2.30. So there has been money for Medvedev in the first hour of trading with Bet Rivers. He's now down to plus 220, which may come as a surprise when you think about the length that the, the players have been on court and the, and the two semifinals they played. Just give you some props here. Uh, the spread is four and a half. Sinner giving up four and a half, which does seem a very, very high spread. Minus 122. Medvedev plus four and a half, minus 103. And the total is 38 and a half, over minus 113, under minus 110. We have 48 different markets available currently on the Bet Rivers website. There will be a whole host more added over the next period of time. These two players are both unbeaten in the year. 8-0 for Sinner, 6-0 for Medvedev. 6-3 uh, the head-to-head for Medvedev, but he won the first six and Sinner's won the last three. That's pretty much it in a nutshell there, Sean. I mean, uh, mm. Medvedev's price does look appealing. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's a very big price considering and the money has come for him. But do we give him a... What chance has he got of, of, of doing that after what he's come through to get this far? That's the big question, isn't it? Yeah, it's what's he got left? I mean, if you look mm. at the head-to-head um, of the matches played in 2023 only, which are probably the only relevant ones, 3-2 um, to Sinner. Uh, but the service points won and return points won totals. Sinner 99, Medvedev 100. So if you're going on on that, uh, you know, the price of Medvedev is, is pretty appealing, isn't it? Um, I think it obviously is. Think there's I... more to it than that. There's a lot more to it than that. But if you're just looking at bare stats... You know, that the price on Medvedev is appealing. I mean, just going slightly further into these, Sinner won 5% more second serve points, but he, he, he's not been very good on his break point chances. Only taking 27.5% of his break point chances in those matches. So on the head-to-head, I mean, it's it's a head-to-head that Sinner's improved, isn't it? And he's improved it by variety. 
by by when he was playing from the back of the court against Medvedev, it was it was too easy for Medvedev. Medvedev would just grind him down, generally on backhand to backhand rallies, and he'd win. I mean, he won the first what one, two, three, four, seven, hmm. and that's how he did it. And Sinner has talked about you know to his credit how he's had to transition his game. You know, he's got he's had to come into the net to play certain opponents. He did it again against Djokovic. Uh, let's just have a look. He won eighty three percent of his points at the net against Djokovic last night, Yannick Sinner. And he didn't really have a net game this time last year, you know, to speak of. It's not something that you can just turn on like a tap, go, right, I'll have a net game. You know, I'll add it to my game. It's not that easy. Loads of players haven't been able to do it. You know, I've talked about Rublev, I've talked about Fritz, and Zverev's not that comfortable doing it. A lot, Most players aren't. You know, they've had to add it to their games. Djokovic had to add it to his game, remember, years and years ago with, um, with Boris Becker, wasn't it, back in the day? So I think the fact that he's added that, I think that's been pretty much key in 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 him turning around what was a zero seven head to head to what it is now. But he's still, as I say, he's still not ahead on the service points, one or ten points, one titles of of the last year. If this was a, a a Medvedev that wasn't coming off the back of an absolute marathon uh, tournament, you, you you would give him a a reasonable chance over the best of five sets. But you know, is it, the level hasn't been there, has it, for Medvedev all all tournament? It's been. As I said, I turned it off today. It was, it was at times it's been painful watching him, you know, because you know what he can do and, and what he has produced by and large has has, has been mediocre. Um, if you look at what Sinner's done this Australian Open in terms of stats, it's it's, it's unbelievable, really. His service points won and return points won total is one hundred and fourteen. Yeah, that's excellent. It's not off the charts, but it's it's, it's really really good. But ninety seven percent holds of serve, fifty nine percent second serve points won. And a, and this is the one of the killers. A service hold break total of 132. I mean, this is unprecedented numbers, really. Uh, heading into a final, you know, he's not. He's, he's all right. He's had two or three relatively comfortable matches and and a, and a below par Djokovic, so he could kind of temper that a little bit. But I haven't got Medvedev's data through from the match he's just finished. But before this very match, and he, he certainly hasn't improved that much. He was on 104. Service points one, return points one total for this tournament, Medvedev, and 111 um, service old break total. So he's miles behind in terms of the pure level that he's been playing and the level that Sin has been playing. It's it's not it's not been close. I think it's several reasons why Medvedev hasn't hasn't performed this tournament. Number one, and it was it was it was really clear in that match today against Zverev. The first two sets in particular, his serve was woeful. I think he made 48 percent of his first serve first serves Medvedev in the first set. Second set, I think, was about 53%. So he was hovering around 50% for the first two sets. And surprise, surprise, he lost on both. Then in the third set, he, he got it back up to something like 77, like a, a massive increase. And all of a sudden, the three points were coming. So his serve hasn't really functioned as it normally does um, Medvedev so far this tournament. And, and second serve, which is an indicator of how well he's playing from the baseline, it hasn't been great either. He's below 50% in terms of second serve points won this tournament. So... I can see why it's priced as it is. You've got one player who's playing at the peak of his form and producing these unbelievable stats, and another player who's who's had to absolutely scrape through, playing at maybe like sixty, seventy percent flashes of of his best, but the base level hasn't hasn't been good enough. So that's why it's priced as it is. Uh, question is now: Can we find a bet? That is the big question. I mean, let's have a look at some other stats though. Sinner today, only his first serve percentage was only fifty eight percent in the match. Which is, which is not, not very good at all. But it's it's not it's not dreadful. It's not forty eight percent like like Medvedev. I mean, fifty eight percent's 
not not fabulous. Djokovic but... was sixty eight percent, and he and he's, he's got and he got lost at six one six two, didn't he? In the first I don't season. think he had anything today. Djokovic did he? There was he just he was flat. He's been flat a lot this tournament, and maybe he'll he'll talk about it in the coming days or whatever. Or whether it's just one of them things, maybe it was just the fact that he's getting older, you know, and he can't he can't turn it on like he used to, you know, every single match. Um, but yeah, fifty eight percent's not it's not dreadful. It's it's, it's the lower level of what you would expect, but forty eight percent that's not going to get it done. Yeah, forty eight percent. But also, but the, the, on the flip side of that, he saved his twenty four break points coming into this into this match today. Was it on the tour? I think it's twenty twenty seven. I think it was he saved twenty seven. That's why his hold and break total is yeah. so high because he's exactly. he's holding ninety seven percent of the time and he's saving every break point that's, that's coming his way. So that's why that number is so big at one hundred and thirty two, which is which is massive. His defense and, it, and he played in that tiebreak against Rublev in the. In the in the semi final, and Rublev looked like he was going to go one set. And Rublev actually was very close to hitting favour that stage because Sinner was that was a up. key moment that was in the turning point of this whole tournament. Tournament, I think. yeah, definitely. Because if Rublev had converted one of them, well, two of those the next sort of five six points, then I think you're looking at a very different situation right now. I do yeah, and uh, I, I had to turn the telly off when that was like, going on. I was I was quite nervous this morning. I've had some really big positions in my life when I was a younger man, but at fifty, I didn't win a week. Yeah, I mean, so I've, I've had bigger positions that I've had now, and and the stress going through this morning. Yeah, you're, you're not bothered when you're younger, are you? But it's, nah, no, nah, I do it's... bother about it now. Just um, one other thing on the the odds. I mean, let, let's look at some of the odds in these previous matches. The, one thing you'll remember: this is the first time that these two have ever met in a major, despite playing nine times. Mm. They've never played in a Grand Slam. They've never played a best of five set match. So, and in the nine matches previously, Medvedev has been favourite in eight of them. And the only time that Sinner was a favourite, and it was a very slight favourite, was in it's the, the semi-final one. of the Masters Cup. Uh, some of these matches, Medvedev's been going off at like minus 350, minus 330. I'm only talking like 2021, 2022, not long ago. Mm. So to have Sinner now almost minus $3. Which shows you what he's done in the last two years. I'd say the last probably nine nine months, nine, eight, nine months, to be honest. That, that, that difference of adding that variety to his game, it's made him a... A different do, proposition. Do you think that, or do you think that's the key fact, or do I think that's a part, the part of it? But do you think that the fact that Medvedev's come through all these epic five setters and Sinner's had a breeze has a huge influence on the past? Say, for example, Sinner had come effect through. on the price. You mean, yeah, yeah. If, if Sinner yeah. had come through five setters, say Sinner had been the man to come through five setters and had all the stats that backed it up, and Medvedev mm. breezed through, I think Medvedev here would be probably about a plus one twenty chance. On the stats, as I've said, he, he he has he's got the better stats in the head to head over the last twelve months, so. Mm. You, you know, it, it can only be the fatigue that's making him the price that he is. But I mean, if you're back in Sinner, what 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 odds is he now, Sinner? Minus two seventy eight. He's almost minus three dollars with some books. Okay, so that that's it's short, isn't it? I mean, the, the, particularly if you bear in mind the fact that this is his first Grand Slam final. Exactly. I think it's a massive point as well. Yes, there's a Medvedev fatigue, which is a big negative for him, but. How is he going to handle his first major final? It's you know we we've seen him before get nervy, you know, lose matches he he perhaps should have won because of the nerves and stuff. The first Masters final, I remember he lost he lost to Hercash, didn't he? He was a decent favourite, lost in straight sets there. Um, we, it can affect people, you know. If you think back to last year, the French Open when Alcaraz got himself so worked up at the French Open that he he came out a bit crazy, didn't he, against Novak Djokovic? Ended up virtually handing the match to him because he. He got cramps, didn't he? he couldn't move. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's going to happen to Sinner, but it might, or something similar might happen. That's when it comes to the people around you, obviously Darren Cahill and all the guys that he's got in his team. But 
you know, ultimately he's got a, they're not the ones walking out onto the center court in front of a, a packed crowd in their first Grand Slam final, are they? It's, it's Yannick Sinner that's got to do it. You know, and that's why these guys take on people like Carlos, Juan Carlos Ferrero and, and, and Boris Becker and all these other guys that have, you know, been there and done it. With all due respect to Darren Cahill, he, he, he hasn't. But and even if, even if he had, even if he's the best coach in the world, it's up to Yannick Sinner, isn't it? He's, he's, how, I don't think he's going to know how he feels until he gets onto that court for the first mm. time in a major final. He could be, it might not be a problem, but equally it could be. And that, that for me is another factor why this price is too short. It's going to be an interesting final for sure. And it's going to be a long final. We, we don't know, but it's going to be great in running. We saw some of the best in running betting today uh, in tennis betting at its best. And there were, remember, Bet Rivers have, this is your final chance to get involved in their offer. It's a Bet River, R- R- oh, sorry again. Bet Rivers is offering a live profit boost every day of the Australian Open. So this is the final day when you place a wager of at least $25 during a match, you'll receive a 20% profit boost, limit one per day, every day of the tournament. See the Bet Rivers website for full details on the Australian Open bet and get offer. So it's going to be long. We think it's, you know, it's going to be edgy. I think it's nervy. The other thing that's crucial here, Sean, I know it's a night game, but it's been quite cool in Melbourne. Is it, is it going to continue on to that cool factor or is it going to heat itself up over the next 48 hours or so? Well, the weather for Sunday is is 24 right. degrees, which is pretty comfortable, isn't it? It's not It's not going to be a major, major problem for Medvedev or, or Sinner. Yeah, the heat's, the heat's not going to be a factor. I've not looked at the wind. Actually, that, that might not potentially be an issue, but I haven't, I haven't actually seen that. But as far as the heat's concerned, it should be fine. Should be fine. Uh, so we've given a sort of a, a lot of chat, the pros and cons for taking both players, the the the, be- the benefits and the factors why Medvedev could be a value at two twenty. He's got the experience in, has got the form. Nerves could play a big part here. There is a lot of a lot of special markets. There's a lot of props on the Bet Rivers website. We do expect almost a hundred markets when the the two take to the court on Sunday. Is there anything that's caught your eye, Sean? I mean, it's been a good tournament. We've, I think we had one our last four. Bets here. We've got a finalist into the final. We talk about hedging. There's no probably point of hedging betting someone here at minus two seventy eight. But what, no. what is your strategy? Where do you, where do you see some value? Where, where what's the area we should be looking at to attack here? I mean, if I was hedging, I'd be looking to do it if Medvedev was maybe a set and a breakup, something like that. Right. Maybe you think, you know, a nervy start from Sinner, Medvedev with all his experience, you know, gets gets a good lead, decentish lead, um, and then you might think. You know, Sinner maybe starts to relax a bit, comes back into it. Medvedev maybe starts feeling them legs a bit after all these epic matches that he's had. That might be the position where I might think about hedging it. Certainly, as you say, it's not much point now. He's, you know, the odds are, you know, nowhere, are they? Um, from, a, from a props point of view, I've only had a chance to have a very brief look at this, but I quite like the over 10 and a half in set one here, plus 215 mm. at Bet Rivers. You know, continuing on that theme of of Sinner potentially being nervous, I He's got to be, hasn't he? In his first, the first set of his first major final against a guy who's lost to what seven times. Um, maybe, maybe the fact that Medvedev's obviously exhausted that might potentially put more pressure on himself. He might be thinking, "Well, if I can't beat this guy now, mm. after you know he's played for like ten thousand hours, you know what, what's going on." It might be a bit of pressure brought onto himself. Could be a nervy start. Um, Medvedev, from his point of view, you would think. He's been slow starting in a lot of his matches. He's got to come out quick here, hasn't he? Otherwise, he can't afford to go a set down again. Two sets down. He, he, he simply can't afford that, can he? So a, a tight opening set is is perhaps where I'd be looking here. As I say, over 10 and a half in set one, I think is a plus 215, 3.15 chance of Bet Rivers. That, that actually, seemed, actually would have cashed in four of the last five meetings. I know. It does seem a very, very big price. And I've looked at, I also looked at how many tie breaks they've played. They've played a lot of tie breaks recently, these two as well. And they obviously... Have, yeah. 
uh, Medvedev's been involved in a huge amount of tie breaks, and a tie break in set one is plus three fifty. And I can see it being a real nervy opening set, as you said. I mean, the, 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 the match between Zverev and Medvedev had three very nervy sets today out of the five, didn't it? It was a real sort of nervy match, and this is a big opportunity. And nerves and experience is going to be crucial, and I think it's going to be toe to toe, like a boxer's going toe to toe with each other, just sort of squaring each other out for the first couple of rounds, and then do the damage in set two or set three. So I, I love that play at the over 10 and a half here at plus two, one fifteen, uh, two one five. I think that's a, a nice play. Anything else caught your eye at the moment or just, just pretty much just that one. Yeah, I think that's it at the minute. I've not a chance to look at the, all, all of the markets. It's only just recently come out, hasn't it? But um, yeah, that's, that's where I'd be going. I mean, I don't like to get too heavily involved in finals. I mean, they, they, they very rarely play out the way you expect, do they? If you look back at some of the grand slam finals last year, you know, the Alcaraz, Djokovic, the five setter and, all that and you know the time when Medvedev played here and he was two sets in a breakup wasn't he against Nadal ended up losing all sorts of peculiar things happen in finals it's not generally the best time to be be putting in a maximum bet so I'd, I'd be on the cautious side on this one yeah I'm told number of tie breaks in the match as well over half so one tie break is minus 139 I think they're going to be at least one very very close set hopefully the first one could be the third of when it, if it gets to the business end but I think it's going to be a, a, a tight First set, I totally agree with you on that one, Sean. I was looking at that market myself and looking at the tie breaks in that first set, thinking that's got to be an angle here. Um, we're going to end up in profit for the tournament. We're not going to have an official pick on this one, are we? We could be just going to. We... No, I'm not going to push my luck. No. Um, I think it's finals generally. I, I just prefer watching them. If I see something in play, then then great. I see something in play, I might have a little bet, but I like to kind of just just watch them really because it's very difficult to predict. Very difficult. So it's all sorts of peculiar things happening in finals. Yeah, and uh, for that reason, we're not going to play. Uh, we're going to hit profit for the year so far uh, on the back of the place money for Medvedev making the final, and hopefully we can extend that with a win for Medvedev. I've hedged both positions, Sean. I'm, I'm in a win-win position. I'm just going to enjoy the final. Um, and hopefully it goes into a, a late fifth set so I can go and watch it down the pub and have a couple of stellars while I'm watching the, the final. Early start. Just wondering or, when it's going to be on, actually. What, what time UK it'll is It'll be like... about half eight in the morning. Okay. I'm not sure I'm even going to be able to watch it live in that case. I've got big day for for on, on Sunday. It's West Brom Wolves. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm, on, I'm on Wolves for the wit to win the FA don't Cup be, and you're a West Brom fan. Don't, don't be saying that. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got match. to go. I'm, I'm watching it with a mate of mine in London, actually. He's a Wolves fan. Um, I'm taking my boy and he's taking his boy. And um, yeah, so ho Lord. hopefully the final will be, will be over by then or I might have to do a sort of split screen thing and uh, watch them both. There could be a little bit of football violence there. He's taking your lad and another lad from the West Brom Wolves fans. I think it could all be a bit. <laughs> I don't think my mate's lad really cares about Wolves. I think he's because oh, okay. he's 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 born kind of London Essex board. He he's, he doesn't really have that same affiliation. Um, Lagan somehow has decided to to start supporting West Brom, which I had no pressure on him to do that whatsoever. He's just kind of taking it upon himself. So um, we'll see. We'll see. I just don't want it to be one of them situations where they get beat about four or five. That'll be oh. that'll be painful. It's an early start there, match, isn't it? Yeah, West, Mid West Midlands police would have made, would have made sure of that. Yeah, eleven forty-five. Yeah, eleven forty-five uh, start. And there's no uh, Premier League show this week. Myself and Jack on the Benny Weekly Studios. There is a European show with all the crew. They've got some great bets. They've got some two-unit picks, some hot dogs. So if you haven't seen that show, you're new to the channel. Have a little bit on watch of the of the soccer show. There's some, there's some good information there. Some good bets on the Spanish league, the German league. And the French League. The show is on the uh, the Bet Rivers Studios YouTube channel. Remember to follow us at because we win on our Twitter account and on our uh, Instagram account. And also download the podcast, Benny Weekly Game Bet Match, on your preferred podcast provider. Um, we're back on Sunday. 
down to earth with a bang. Montpellier and the Dallas Open, Sean. You're you're you'll you'll be you'll be this is your kind of stomping. I think it's ground, just isn't it? Montpellier, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Is it Montpellier? I thought it was I thought it was oh, so that's all right then. So we just got one yeah. tournament, Montpellier. It's just yeah, because last last year, if you remember, this was the week after the Australian it was an empty week. They just played Davis Cup. Now, for whatever reason, they've just thrown Montpellier into that slot. So we've got we've got one ATP two fifty next week, and it's not it's not it's not glamorous, I'll be honest, but uh, it's uh, yeah the bread and butter of the tour. Now, last thing I say before we go, the, the views and the comments uh, have been amazing over the last two weeks. Thank you for everybody who has joined us here and watched us on the tennis show. Thanks to all your comments. Uh, we try to uh, to reach out and reply to every one of you. So if you've got a comment on the final, any bet you want to have, please give us a, a, a comment on there. Give us a like and subscribe to the channel. We'll do our best to answer everything you want to answer there. Uh, but don't just forget us. We're here all the way through the tennis season. Sean has been cashing tickets all the way through the last couple of years on this show. Uh, not just about the majors, it's about the ATP 250 events. The WTA, we have it covered with Rory Giovanni as well. Uh, so please don't be a stranger. Stay with us throughout the year. Uh, you'll guarantee you, you'll be making money. It'll be a good decision to stay with us. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed the content over the last couple of weeks. I've certainly enjoyed your time, Sean, with the show with us. And we've had a good fun. And Thank we're going to end up good, on a high. It? It's going to be a good tournament. So... Thanks very much for your time, mate. I really, really appreciate it. I'm not going to say good luck to West Brom on, on Sunday because I'm... We, we need to, it. ...to win the FA Cup, so I'm, I'm not going to say that. I can't, but, uh, if, if Wolves are winning the FA Cup, I think I might have to take a couple of weeks off the show or something. I can't I can't handle that. Well, let's hope they get to this final and get beat. But uh, anyway, it's been a joy, and it, hopefully everyone who's been involved and everyone who's watched has uh, made us some money along the way. That's what it's all about. Uh, take care. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and uh, see you all again on Sunday. Don't forget... ATP Tour 250 Montpellier. That's where it's at.